the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Patty Teal. Today's top realtor and icon is Marty Hampton of EXP. We're so happy to have her here. Let me tell you a little bit about Marty. Throughout her long career, she has accrued numerous recognitions as the number one REMAX team in the U.S. and the number three REMAX team in the entire world and has received multiple Diamond Club awards and continuous ranking as a top agent in the U.S. She has been listed as one of the most powerful women in real estate in the National Relocation and Real Estate Magazine and has been a finalist for Inman's Innovator of the Year Award for her international coming soon. And after being ranked the number one at REMAX from 2014 to 2019, Marty is taking on a fresh new challenge to be the number one amongst other innovative, game-changing agents and teams at EXP Realty. Welcome, Marty. Thank you, Patty. Quite a, quite an intro there. Well, it was Good quite up. an intro with some great accolades that you've achieved, for sure. Thank you. So... Marty, what we usually do uh, on the show is start by asking you about your journey. You know, how did you get into real estate in the first place? And how did you end up where you are today, highly successful at EXP? Well, it certainly wasn't always that way. Um, I actually came from very humble beginnings. I won't tell you the poor stories. They might... uh, they might rival some third world countries. They really would. I came from, from poverty. And, um, and unfortunately, I, I married early, very early in my teens. And, um, and that marriage didn't work. So when I, by the time I was 23, 24 years old, I had three children under the age of five. And I was single. And of course, I didn't have a sphere of influence. I didn't have family backing. Um, I was quite alone, and so it, I realized to myself I was going to have to get a meager job, just barely making it, so I, I said to myself, what can I do that will really help me raise these children without the poverty that I've experienced, you know, what, what can I do that will uh, give them a start, a financial start, uh, send them to college, buy them cars, buy them braces, all the things that children need when you're raising up. And real estate came to mind when I was in my 20s. So I made a decision to get my real estate license. And I got my real estate license. I studied really hard. Um, and uh, I got into real estate. And, and I, I would have to say that I had some pretty fair, quick success in real estate. I was, I was adapted to it easily. Uh, I worked hard. Um, I never met a stranger. <laughs> I could always talk to people about real estate. And it interested me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so from there, I, I, I actually dropped out of real estate because um, I got burned out. And I think real estate is a really easy business to get burned out in. Um, actually, interesting statistic, Patty, 
less than 4% of the people that are in real estate got into real estate as their first career. Wow, that is fascinating. Mm -hmm. And so so many of them are are from another career. But to me, in my 20s, it's the only option that I have that won't have a ceiling on what I can earn. I can actually earn according to my work ethic. And uh, so I got into real estate. I I did drop out for a while because I got completely burned out of this business. The phone rang all the time. I had three little kids. It was really hard to juggle uh, when you're by yourself. Uh, But then again, I moved and uh, found myself in a new city here in North Carolina in the Raleigh area and um, no family, no support. I said, what am I going to do? So I got back into real estate with a mission to really do a great job. And and I did that. I got into real estate with a small company, uh, one name man that owned probably just a small company. And then I moved to a bigger company It moved to Prudential and stayed with them until 1996 when I moved to Remax. And by the time I was at uh, Prudential, I was already starting a team and had an assistant, which was quite unknown at that point in time. Most people were just individual mm-hmm. agents that were kind of working by themselves. Mm-hmm. Started the team very, very early on. And it evolved into, um, you know, the, the big deal with Remax. Remax was a great company. It was the greatest choice at that particular time. And uh, I, I did really well with them. I actually ended up buying a commercial building, 11,000 square feet of commercial. I, I recruited other teams. And so we were a very team-friendly REMAX office. And then uh, before COVID, I started to think about, you know, the generational aspect. I have two children in the business with me. And uh, I said, well, you know, at some point in time, you, you have to slow down. It's not that you want to slow down. It's just sure. it takes you down. So mm-hmm. what would be a good option for a generational business? And so that's when I looked at EXP. And honestly, that's when I made the intellectual, with my mind, a decision that this was the right way to go for me and for my business. And then I'd say later on in that journey, I want to say a year, I actually decided in my heart this is really much better for agents and much better. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful story. It's really very inspirational that you chose real estate and were able to pull yourself out of poverty, not (laughs) once, but twice, it sounds like. So good for you. And that you've now found a way to get your kids involved and they'll be set as well. I really admire that. Yeah. So tell me the advantages of EXP. For some people who are listening, maybe EXP agents, and some may not know much about it at all. They may have heard of it. Of course, everybody has. It's growing very quickly, but they may not understand the setup. So you, can you explain the advantages of EXP? I, I will. I'll try to. It's really difficult because it took me a long time to understand it. It's not a franchise that you buy. And of course, I owned the franchise when I, when I owned Remax One Realty. I owned that franchise for over 20 years. And it was always in the top 10 companies in my area, which is a large area. But uh, EXP is not a franchise. So the first thing that I noticed about EXP is that it did something that no other real estate company had solved before that point in time. As a small business owner, of course, I employed agents and support teams. 
And I was able to give that support team an advantage of health insurance. I paid for half of health insurance for my team. And that was a, a red letter day as a small business owner because you want talent to come and work for you. And that's mm-hmm. really so important to get talented agents and talented support people to really excel in the service uh, to their, their buyers and sellers. And um, so I noticed that EXP had health care. And I had worked for the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in America. And I'd never been offered health care before. Wow. So it, and actually, so I switched over to the EXP Healthcare, and some of my agents, actually, my son actually saved four hundred dollars a month. Wow, that's on, amazing on his healthcare bill. So it's mm-hmm. quite a product, a product like you would get if you went to work for Google or if you get went to work for Apple or IBM. Mm-hmm. It's an executive package of health insurance. So that's the first thing that attracted me to EXP. Yeah, and then I know you mentioned uh, when we. Um, talked through through uh, correspondence that right. they offer training and stock and growth for agents. So could you address that as well? I will. You know, well, I, I worked for a public company. Remax went public during the, the time that I worked for Remax. But none of the agents, or I might add, none of the broker owners were ever given any stock in that mm-hmm. company. And so even if you don't get involved in, in recruiting or don't do anything except make your sales numbers uh you're going to get a start from the company and it's, it's a wonderful advantage uh, in other words when you work for exp there's going to be a very different result in five years than if you work for a different company because if you work for a different company there there will be no additional funds that you get from that company you won't have any ownership in that company and with exp uh, depending on your work ethic, depending on your ability to lead people, uh, you, you can have a quite a big residual income from recruiting agents, but you can also have a big income from stock, which they allow you to buy at a 5% discount. Now, that's in addition to the stock that they're going to give you for making your sales numbers. In other words, making your cap. Every single year when you make your cap, you get, I believe it's $400 worth of stock. And it sounds like a small amount. It is a small amount, but over the years, it builds up. And then you have advantage to buy that stock at a 10% discount, which is a long-term play and you don't have to do it. But it's another stream of income that an agent can have. And you know what I've seen, Patty, over almost 40 years in real estate is way too many agents retire broke. They were great agents. They sold a lot of real estate, but yet when they retired, they had to either keep selling or they were broke. Right. So, so it's built into the structure that mm-hmm. you'll continue to either get stock money or you can have people work under you too. Can you explain how that works? Well, that's part of recruiting. And, and honestly, that's, that's a scary part, to be honest with you, because not everybody's a leader. Not everybody's a recruiter. Um, there's only about, I'd say only 10 to 12% of people that, are members of EXP or that are agents with EXP take time to recruit. Okay. So um, that's uh, something that you have to build up the confidence for. Mm-hmm. You, you have to really feel it in your heart uh, that this is the right thing for other agents. And of course, I really feel it in my heart because mm-hmm. I've got the, about 35 years worth of experience of seeing how real estate companies operate. It's funny. 
I was just talking to somebody this morning and they were talking about uh, Glenn Sanford who started EXP and they were going to be in Seattle, Washington. And uh, they called him up and asked him if he had, if he would have coffee with them. And what he said was, um, you know, I've got this other company over at my house all week. Why don't you come over here? There's not a wall between the, the owner of EXP and the agents. At the other big companies that I worked for, there was always a wall. Mm-hmm. You were going to be there. You were never going to talk casually <laughs> but with the owner. So I'm only laughing because I've been in that position before and you're supposed to report to the person that's one step above you instead of going to the, the higher up because exactly. that's just not the way it's done. So that's exactly. very refreshing. Exactly. And the, the collaboration is very refreshing. And I give credit to probably the, the next generation, you know, the millennials mm-hmm. that have really formed the team idea and taken that to a different level. You know, the old school real estate was, uh, I'm going to keep my secrets close to my chest and I'm not going to share what I do that really makes a difference in my business. Um, So I'll keep that with me and you have to go out and find on your own with EXP is I open my playbook. I'll tell you everything that I know about this industry. You go on my shoulders, you learn what I know, and you're going to go higher because you're going to go to work on my shoulders. Oh, that's so beautiful. The better I do, the better you do. That's really, really nice. So it sounds like you have no regrets for going with EXP. No, it was the right decision. I get I get more and more sold on this company every single day. I believe at some point uh, when you work long enough and hard enough, uh, you start looking for residual income. And I mm-hmm. believe EXP is a fantastic option for you if you are a leader, if you have the confidence in yourself to do that. Thank you for sharing that. So also you mentioned in our correspondence something about your coming soon homes that uh-huh. you developed. Can you talk a little bit about that? Coming soon homes is a national website. And um, I've always believed that uh, the strongest agreement that we have with our clients or our seller clients, and it's actually a listing agreement. And so when a client entrusts you with the benefit of projecting their house before the market, you better do a good job with it because that's your most important job as far as I'm concerned. Uh, It's a big responsibility. So what I saw was I saw people that were just slamming houses on the market uh, without any forethought of how am I going to market this house? How am I going to get the market excited about this house before I actually opened the doors? And, And that's when I started doing Coming Soon Homes. Um, in 2007, I believe. And it really, Patty, it's like, it's like going to hear about a movie, a new movie that's coming out. Maybe it's Top Gun or so, something else. And so the movie's not in the theaters yet, but you're hearing about it maybe two months and ahead of time before it actually opens in the theaters. So it gives you a time to build up the momentum, uh, to, to start some fire, some, some interest, some curiosity. And Everybody that's really a pro in real estate understands that just the first few days you have, sometimes the first few hours, uh, at the longest, the first few weeks are the most critical time with your marketing at home. Mm-hmm. So you don't uh, put a house on the market on the 4th of July. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, you would do a disservice to your seller if you did that. Right. Think about it. There has to be thought about it. Actually, we just took over a listing of somebody that did put a house on oh. July 5th. 
Expectation mm -hmm. month, big no-no in our market, and every market's different. But the coming soon homes is actually a buildup to when we open the curtains, we show little snippets, like you can yeah. see a movie trailer where you show mm -hmm. all the parts. You actually show the best parts of the house. And that's uh, very interesting. Yeah. So yeah. You, I'm going to start searching it too. I didn't know it was a national site because I don't know where I want to end up here in Florida. So I want to look at different areas. So I'm going to be checking out those coming well, soon check, listings. Check out North Carolina. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so along those lines, one of the best parts of my job, besides talking for delightful, inspirational people like you, is to hear about these different areas. And I have never been to Raleigh, North Carolina. So for a newbie like myself, can you describe it? I know it's a big city with probably lots of neighborhoods, but what's the charm? The charm is, let's start with green. Uh, lots green. of other areas of the country, you're not gonna see as many trees. You're not gonna see as much green as we have. It's the Piedmont, mm -hmm. North Carolina. But uh, the triangle section actually holds Raleigh Real Estate, Cary Real Estate, um, up to seven counties. It's the largest county in North Carolina, and we also service counties around this county. So it's a very large area, well over a million people now. We've got tremendous wow. uh, relocation here through big, big companies like Apple, uh, like Google. So we've got Research Triangle Park. We've got five major universities. Wow. The best thing about the Triangle Real Estate, if you, if you live in um, Raleigh, North Carolina, is that you can go two and a half hours to the beach and you can go three hours to the mountains. Mm -hmm. so you've got a weekend getaways anytime you want to get away. Wow. That's <laughs> something to uh, make it a very favorable place to want to live, to be able to go to either the mountains or the beach. Thank you for sharing that. and. Is the average home price, the median house price in your area? The average home price is, is probably just under 500,000. It's gone up quite a bit uh, during this, this uh, rise in the market. And, uh, but you can still get moderately priced, even lower prices homes than that in the surrounding counties. So the spread of uh, you know, the surrounding areas has given us some land prices that are a little bit lower. And so builders could come in and build houses that were moderately priced, say, I'm going to say 300000 to 400000 mm -hmm. So you can still get a home in that price range, which I think is, is a unique part of our area. It is. I always feel bad when you can't get in to a house for under a million dollars in certain cities or, or even more. It's like, how do the new home buyers ever get started in an area like that? It's very, very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, there's so much I want to ask you. Um, what do you feel, Marty, is your strength? I mean, you have so many, obviously. Uh, you've overcome so much. You're so positive. You obviously are a leader. But what do you feel is your strength? I think uh, the persistence to go on in the face of discouragement. Uh, I'm very persistent. Um, I think the ability to do things that I don't particularly like to do because they need to be done. Oh, right. And that comes from the responsibility of being the head of a household, um, owning a business. Um, you know, those are things that I, I don't think you get unless you're in a, a place, head of household, the owner of a business. You've got to pay a payroll. You've got to 
take those children to the doctor. They've got to have those braces. They've got to go to college. Um, I just think that's part of the responsibility to work ethic. I'd say work ethic. Oh, work ethic. Well, that's a very good thing. And not to um, procrastinate, to be able to force yourself to do those unpleasant tasks. But it sounds no, like most of them are pleasant. Right, right. Yeah. And obviously, your success is, is massive. I mean, the introduction that I read was so very impressive. But I guess you still wouldn't be working if you didn't have goals. So what are your real estate goals? You know, one of my real estate goals is, is kind of fluffy. And that is to help the next, next generation. Honestly, I really believe, Patty, that real estate is not quite the same opportunity as it was when I first got into real estate. Oh, is that right? Okay. And I believe that because I think there are forces. And, and you know, business is business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's always going to be biz big business trying to snuff out small business. And that's just part of it. Right. Um, so I think there's big tech and big money that have changed the opportunity for an agent that wants to really excel at their career. And let's just face it, everybody doesn't want to really excel. They don't want to take real estate to the highest level that they can take it. They just don't. Uh, maybe they've got, maybe they have a spouse that's working. So they just want to use that as a part-time income. Well, sure. Mm -hmm. So they don't have that need. Mm -hmm. But ones that have the need, like I needed, I needed right. an opportunity. And I, I don't think that this is the same because of the big forces in real estate, like I said, big tech and big money, have taken some of the opportunity away from the smaller agents when they're getting into the business. So it's really a little bit more difficult now than it used to be to really excel at this business. And, and not, not to just excel to, to have some great sales, year after year after year, but to build a business, to build a business, whether it's mm -hmm. in business. And really when I look at uh, for EXP and, and other entities that I belong to, it's kind of almost um, um, like a union for people who, who didn't come from wealth, for people who had to start from scratch. Uh, I, I, I think of it as a blue collar union for people who really have a desire to take this, this real estate and to develop a team, to develop a business that's a great income for them and for their family, and to invest that in things where they'll have some residual income. So I think uh, EXP fulfills that list of requirements as wow. the greatest opportunity that's out there right now. Wow, that is absolutely wonderful. I need to read more about it myself. <laughs> Now, I want to ask you, you said big tech makes it harder. Is it because they're swooping in and buying up properties and have the well, cash to do of, that? Yeah, there's a lot of investment purchases. I actually just talked to a friend of mine that's in another city in North Carolina, and he was telling me about one investment company that had bought 3,500 homes uh, in the last uh, two years, 3,500. Now, we've had investors buy many, many more homes. Mm -hmm than that because we're a larger area than that particular city um, but that cannot last I mean right. just like the the escalation on price and real estate we're seeing cannot it, it's not sustainable mm -hmm. so something will change and I think the thing that will change has to do with the opportunity that big tech is trying to crush out for the smaller agents and, and they do that of course, by having massive 
internet clout. Massive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so those yeah. are the that, that I, I'm concerned about. And those are the reasons that I think EXP uh, is a great antidote to the crushing effect that those, um, that those things have on an individual agent that's trying to really grow their business, maybe as a team, maybe as an individual company. Well, that's a great explanation. And it really helps me to understand why you think of them as a union for people, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. together you're very, very strong. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm winding back around to when you said you were burned out. And obviously, you're not burned out now. <laughs> what advice can you give to newer agents so that they don't go through that burnout? You know, people talk about balance a lot. I hear uh, hear a lot of people, I want to have a balanced life. Well, when you're a single parent, there is no such thing as a balanced life. So I never really had that option. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Sounds very romantic. <laughs> it does sound good, doesn't it? <laughs> it would be very enjoyable. Uh -huh. But it's just literally impossible. And a lot of people in real estate, me included, uh, will take a call for their business while they're on vacation. Mm -hmm. And there's a very old saying in real estate, the only break you can get is when you go out of town. And that's true for many people. And like I said, I, I'm, I, among many other agents, will take a telephone call from a client when we are out of town and supposed to be on a vacation. So maybe we should get on a cruise ship that doesn't have any sail service. So oh, you thought about this, haven't you, Marty? <laughs> I've never been on a cruise. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. I've no, only been on one. We have a boat. Mm -hmm. uh, enjoy being on that boat, but we still get sail reception. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. You need to get way out there in the middle of the ocean with no cell service. That's for sure. I know. I yes. Know. So if people are listening and they really want to get in touch with you, how would they find you? Well, they can Google me, Marty mm -hmm. Hampton, with an I. Marty at martyhampton.com is my personal email. I'd love to help anybody that's really serious about their career, whether they want to do it individually as a sole proprietor or whether if they want to start their own team. I, I can definitely help them with those, uh, those missions, those goals. Gosh. That's so nice of you to be so successful, but really having this goal to give back to people. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for being our icon on Icons of Real Estate. It was wonderful. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.